Hey everyone, thanks for taking another 10 to 15 minutes uh, to listen to another podcast episode. Uh, today I want to talk about the problem with the Catholic Church. And when I talk about the Catholic Church, I'm again referencing my own experience in the Roman Catholic Church. And the biggest problem that I see with the Roman Catholic Church is us. So that's a pretty ballsy statement. I get it. Yeah, I I just called out every Catholic out there. Uh, not a great way to, to entice people to continue to listen. But but hear me out. Just give me the next 10 or so minutes. And hopefully we'll come to an agreement that, in fact, it is us. It is we are the problem in the Roman church. So what's where, where do we go from here? I mean, that's again, like I said, that's a that's a crazy aggressive statement, I guess. Um, and and the problem with that is that or with our, you know, our woke culture, whatever you want to call it, is that I'm not trying to 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 hurt people's feelings with that. I'm not trying to anger anybody or, or call anybody out or say, you know, you're you're a bad Catholic because of that. Uh, to the contrary, I, I hope is I hope to use this as a call to action, as a way of maybe motivating or or maybe giving people some ideas on things they can do to help remedy the problem, to help fix the Catholic Church. When you start to to think about the problems that that we all know exist in the church, we like to try to push the blame on someone else. And and again, this is not unique to the church. This is not unique to Christianity. It's kind of par for the course in our culture, right? Nothing can be my fault. It's because of my parents or because of my upbringing or because of my spouse or my kids are, are, are acting up. It's that's it can't be my fault, right? None of that can be my fault. But when we come when we get down to brass tacks or whatever old cliche you want to use, in fact, almost every problem that exists in our lives is a problem of our own making, a problem of our own design, right? We are the issue. So if we can at least accept that that premise, we can move forward. And listen, I I am not exempt from this by any means. I am just as much to blame as every other sucker sitting out there in those pews. The difference maybe is that I'm willing to accept my responsibility and actually try to do something about it. And and, and I think that the vast majority of you, especially the people listening to this, are probably in that same boat, right? They're they want to do something. They may not necessarily know what. And, and I don't know if I can even answer that question for you. But hopefully in this discussion, we will talk about some of the things that we can do to hopefully remedy this, this situation. So the first thing that we can do when, when it comes to fixing our church, you know, I, it always comes back to this, and I hate that it always comes to this, but the Catholic Church, the Roman Church in particular, is driven by dollars and cents. Plain and simple, they need your money. They want your money so they can uh, maintain all these churches and pay for their bishops and the travel. And, and I'm not saying that they're living frivolously. I'm not saying that they're wasting our money, but but they're very dependent on our money. And so the first thing you can do is 
withhold money or earmark money for another purpose in the church. Now that seems may seem petty or or kind of vindictive almost. Uh, we are we are told biblically that we should tithe, and I'm not telling you don't tithe. The church is bigger than the church that you're thinking about, the church building, the church parish even. The church is universal. So as long as you're tithing to a good Christian cause, you're tithing. Okay? Plain and simple. Now, the parish that you go to uh, will probably beg to differ, uh, but they have a vested interest in you tithing to their parish. So, uh, again, unfortunately, where dollars and cents are involved, there's ulterior motives to, to things that we're told in the church. I'm going to be upfront about this. I have not tithed to my local parish in the sense of just giving, just carte blanche, just giving them my money saying, do with it what you want probably in a year, year and a half. Now, that doesn't mean that I haven't given any money to my church. The money that I have given, I've earmarked for certain things. Like I have a vested interest in religious education. I've got kids in the religious education program. I want to see that program succeed. I've given money to the religious ed program at our church. I have given money to um, the to some church groups, like through the Knights of Columbus, which I'm, of which I'm a member. Uh, there are ways to tithe that can benefit your parish that isn't giving the parish a, a blank check to do, you know, whatever it is that, that you may disagree with is going on in your, in your church. Uh, so it may take a little more work. You may have to write on the check, you know, for Catholic education or for whatever, the air conditioning replacement or whatever it is that you are passionate about. But and you may have to go drop off the check, um, you know, at the parish office instead of just dropping it in the collection. But uh, when we take a financial stand, the church will take notice. Believe you me, they, again, I, I, I'm very, you know, I don't know, very uh, hard on the church in that they are so dependent on our dollars. They've, they've, they started so small right back in the day, back in Jesus' time with nothing. And they've built up this huge amount of, of property, of um, art, of all these things that they have to maintain. And now they're entirely dependent on us to, to foot that bill. Uh, so if you really want to make change, it comes down to speaking with your dollars and cents. So what else other than money, right? What else can we do? To, to help change the church. Well, it involves getting involved. Okay, you gotta do something. You gotta take action. You gotta volunteer for things. You gotta speak to your priests. It comes down to our, again, I, I, I'm really hard on the church. I'm really hard on our members of the church because we, we express the same kind of laziness that is prevalent in our in our culture. It's always somebody else's problem. It's always somebody else's fault. If we just if just 10% of us in the church that aren't doing anything would step up and start doing something, you would see profound change in your parish. 
I'm going to say that again, 10%, one out of 10 of you. If 10% of you would step up and do something, join the parish council, join the finance council, teach in religious education, um, get involved with the mass set up and tear down, uh, just do something in the parish that gets you in front of father, that gets you in front of the staff. You can affect change. You can affect profound change in the church. Now, that's uh, that sounds easy, right? It, it sounds like something that it should be. <laughs> I mean, it, it, that's a no brainer. But how many people do you see stepping up in your parish doing things? Now, if you're in one of those parishes with, that has super involved uh, laity, awesome. But uh, if it's a numbers game, statistically, you are probably in a group like me that has a handful of folks that do everything in the parish. Just a handful. That same small group of people, and, and again, yields all the power. I'm, I'm not trying to say it's a power game or a power trip, but but we are relying upon that those same five or ten folks to do everything that has to do with our church. That can go to some people's heads. And you very likely have seen this happen in your own parish. You know, you're I don't want to use a derisive term, but like like the the Karens of the of the church or the Susans of the parish council, you know, whatever whatever derisive term you want to use. It's funny because it's so true in so many parishes out there. That's why we we find those things funny. Uh, so that's a problem. We need to expand the number of people that are involved. And I've given a number of examples before of how you can do that. Volunteer to teach religious ed on Wednesday or Tuesday nights, whenever your parish does it. Volunteer to, you know, join the Knights of Columbus or the Altar Society or, or whatever groups that you have in your church. That doesn't mean you have to go to every single meeting or, or join every single, um, you know, fundraiser or, or event that they do, but get a little bit involved. Do something. Talk to Father after Mass and say, hey, I want to get involved. Do you need help you know, with uh, Eucharistic ministers if you, if, you're, if you believe in having laity, uh, extraordinary ministers of the Holy Communion, things like that? You know, you can step up and do something. Just that small thing gets you in front of the people that actually do things in the church, like the priest and the parish council and the finance council. It gives you a voice. And you'll feel better for doing it. And the final thing that I'd recommend if you want to, you know, fix the problem of the Catholic Church being us, it comes down to mindset. Okay, and what do I mean by that? The church is, so many people in the church treat our church as a social club and not as a community of believers. Okay, and that's, Again, a very vague statement. What do I mean by that? The social club aspect of it, it's treated by so many, and unfortunately, it, it can it, people my age and older, middle-aged folks and, and uh, baby boomers and older, treat the, the the church like it's a like it's this elite club that there are some people out there that aren't good enough to enter, right? 
they're divorced or they're a single parent. They're, uh, they don't have the money to, to tie the bunch of money to the parish. They're not worthy of being included. And so we're, we're not, we're going to, we, we say we invite all, but do we really invite them into our community, into being part of the community? Or do we exclude them, not allow them to get involved like, like perhaps I just recommended before, like if there's going to be, if there was an influx of people volunteering for things, how would those five or 10 people that make up the, the core of the social club of the church, how would they react? Having to maybe divvy up some of their, I'm using air quotes, power in the church. I would venture a guess that you would get some pushback, unfortunately. And that comes down to the mindset of the people that are currently in the pews, maybe currently part of that social club aspect of the church. And it depends on them to change their outlook, to change their opinion of what the church should really be. I, I use this a lot in, in the way I talk about the church. We need it to be a, a hospital for the spiritually sick, not a museum of good old people. Okay, we are not as a church here to pump up your ego, to make you feel good about being a Christian. I went to church every Sunday last year. Okay, what did you do the other six days of the week to be a real good Christian? What'd you do? Going to church is step one. That isn't the end of it. That's just the beginning. Just like Jesus, when he said he he. he spoke he spent a bunch of time with the the apostles and then he said and he sent them out said your work's not done that's when the work really began in the church jesus was around he was he started his church he started the movement but it was up to those that followed him as he spent the spread them out in the diaspora right he spread them out he said go do my work go do the work of the church spread the faith and we can spread the faith through our actions. And, and the actions that we are taking in the church are some of the most unchristian things possible. Things like gossip, things like excluding individuals because they're different, single parent. They've made mistakes in their, in their previous life. They're trying to turn things around. That should be good enough. That should be a reason to get involved in our community, the community of believers. But unfortunately, we see so many people trying to to ostracize or to um, to in some way put them at a lower level in the hierarchy of the church, and it's it's just it's so sad. And the thing is, I'm not even immune to to this. I, I speak about it, but do I judge folks? Of course, we all judge folks. Unfortunately, it's sinful, but I do it. So hopefully by recognizing when I'm doing it, I, I, I don't do it as much as I used to. At least I'd like to think I don't. But, you know, when I see the, the divorcee, uh, you know, being a minister of communion, um, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, wow, we're just letting anybody do this now. I don't know their situation. I don't know, you know, if it was, you know, if it, if it was annulled, I'm sure, because they're remarried in the church or whatever. But... Do those thoughts go through my mind? Yeah, they do. 
and it's wrong of me to do that mistakes in our past we've all got mistakes right my sins are no better than anyone else's sins they may be worse that's part of the whole catholic guilt thing right but we're all sinners we need to understand that we're all coming together trying to be better christians and if you're just using your sunday mass as a as a get together with your small clique of, of folks to make you feel you know holier than thou of everyone else in the community then you're doing christianity wrong folks so the final thing that i'd recommend there is change your mindset reduce your prejudice and see how much more inclusive you're you will feel when you're at church all right so that wraps up the some of the things that uh my discussion, I guess, that I wanted to have about the real problem in the Roman church being being us. Uh, if you did enjoy this, please go download the app, the Just a Catholic app. Um, drop some blessings in our basket there. That really helps support our mission. Uh, if, you're, if you'd rather, you know, donate some, some other way, you know, paypal.me, Just a Catholic, uh, or Just a Catholic Couple, that's another way you can help. Uh, but subscribe like the podcast that's another great way to help us out help spread our reach and uh with that until next time uh, god bless you and take care of yourself and each other